This is Agents Influence Podcast. I love insurance. It's my first love. It always will be. But independent agents are amazing, really. So even though we've gone through a terribly hard market recently, and I know there comes trials and tribulations that go with that, the good news is congratulations. You just raised the low water mark, and you're going to be making commission on that money in your sleep from here till kingdom come. Carriers, they try and rub two pennies together and make three. Agents, that's where the money is. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of Agents Influence Podcast Conversations with me, Jason Cass. And today I have Mr. Winston Smith, who is with Bridge. Now, I really don't know a whole ton about what they do and exactly who Winston is. I mean, I know what they do. I'm going to leave it up to him. But what I do want to do is take just a couple seconds to remind you about Indie Tech. It's coming up. You need to go to AINDTech.com and come to our event. It was a first time. If you're watching this actually on YouTube, you can see that Winston is holding up actually his badge from going there. Um, he was there at Indie Tech, and it's a one-of-a-kind event. So you go to A-I-N-D-I-E-T-E-C-H dot com. Be sure to go there and check out. We're going on September 24th to the 26th back in Indianapolis, Indiana, um, we're going to try to at least double. That was our only downfall is that we didn't have enough people there, but we had a lot more people than we thought. And I've heard from those who have been there, including Winston. He hasn't told me this, but other people like him have told me well, there wasn't a ton of people there, but the people that were there were very focused on trying to find technology and where and they could have deep, intimate conversations with about to help them try to figure it out. And I really like that. And that's the goal. And so we're going to try to get around 400 agents in this time, like almost doubling it. We've got a lot of momentum behind us. A lot of the carriers, everybody has, has, has signed up so far and said, hey, I'm coming back as far as a vendor. We're excited about that. We put together a steering committee of over 50 people that are meeting, that are trying to build the plans because I'll end with this. This is an industry event. This is not an event for a certain management system. This is not an event for a certain company. This is not an event for some or a certain individual. This is an event for the independent insurance agents and the technology that powers them to profit. So please join us at AINDTech.com. We're going to be September 24th to the 26th in Indianapolis, Indiana. And you're just going to find out as, a, as this year, it's going to be like next to nothing to go. I'm going to test an, an, a theory and an idea that if I can give it away from next to nothing and I can get the vendors to pay the bills... I think the vendors will pay the bills if there's a crap load of people there. So that's the theory that we're going on rather than trying to charge a lot of money. Winston, thank you very much for allowing me to take a, a second there in the podcast to talk about that. Winston Smith, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thanks, Jason. Good to be on the show. Thanks Winston, tell me. them about you, man. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that go to these shows and movers and shakers and stuff, and you're going to be one of those people. But I think you, you're kind of newer to this space. I don't even know the solid history. Tell us a little bit about Bridge and then where you came in and how you are to now. Sure. So I've been running Bridge for about two years now. 
So I'm new to the show. The company had existed. Its previous iteration was called the Cotter Group, Cotter Group. Okay. founded by a husband and wife team, Adam and Lisa Cotter, who'd been selling the bridge product since about 2016. My name's not Cotter. They're not involved in the business anymore. So we're just plain old bridge. And that's how we're known <laughs> in, the, in the marketplace. So I came from the carrier side. So I spent 10 years uh, on carrier. So I was with Liberty Mutual and Safeco most recently on their personal line side and uh, at AIG was beforehand is where I started okay. my career engine insurance as well. So before what were you doing for, what were you doing for after those, grad what were you doing insurance. with those carriers? Yeah. So for AIG, I was an underwriter uh, for professional uh, lines. So uh, DNO, ENO, EPLI, fiduciary, fidelity, that kind of stuff for investment banks, private equity firms, and so on. So I was in the belly of the beast, uh, AIG from 2009 to 2012. Uh, when AIG was on its knees and the financial crisis was happening and banks were blowing up left, right, and center, and we were insuring it. So I got a front row wow. seat to the uh, financial crisis of 08. So that was a really cool introduction to insurance. Loved it, liked the company, but AIG did a thousand different things. And I wanted to see what those thousand different things were. And at AIG, it's a little siloed. So they're like, here's your ladder. It's DNO, go climb it. And that's when I went to grad school. And I thought I'd love to be able to see the many different things that an insurance company can do. So I joined Liberty Mutual's uh, management trainee program after getting my MBA up in Boston. So I did two years rotating through all different parts of the company. They give you executive sponsorship. Uh, I had the head of HR was one of my sponsors. Glenn Shapiro, who was formerly the head of Allstate, was another one of my wow. mentors through the program. Got to be domestic, got to work in Brazil internationally. It's a fantastic program. Um, and at the end of it, I was lucky enough to manage uh, P&L. So I managed people in P&Ls for Liberty Brand and Safeco Brand uh, for the next four years after that. Wow. So spent a ton of time in the field uh, with agents who I love. I love independent agents. And one thing that sort of resonated with me while going on all these trips out there was Safeco was great for that particular part of a book that an agent had, you know, which agent didn't want Safeco. Everyone wants an appointment. But, you know, they're only good for, you know, if you have a personal lines book, about a thousand of your 5,000 overall policies. What are you doing for the other 4,000? And that's not something they were ever good at doing other than saying, where's my new business and talking more about retention and profit share and blah, that's blah, right. blah. So, you know, I wanted to be able to find a business that could do something for the whole shebang and not just a portion of their book. So, you know, I went out on my own after Liberty raised a fund with the goal of trying to go buy a business. And this was the business we ended up buying. And we could serve, you know, the whole book of an agent's business and, you know, help them grow. So Bridge was, for me, a match made in heaven because it was right in the center of what I really love as an industry, which is insurance, in particular, independent agencies. And then I could help them solve, you know, problems for their entire book with technology everybody needs. So it's been a fun ride ever since. Hmm. Hmm. I like this, Winston. I like that. Well, listeners, I hope you listen to that. There's a lot to pull out of that. And the, the, the thing that I love to pull out of this, Winston, is through your journey of AIG and then the Liberty Mutual program, you obviously found a love for agents. I mean, you really truly did because most people would be bouncing after that, taking their expertise, trying to go somewhere else, maybe moving up in the corporate ladder. But then you decided to show your entrepreneurial spirit. And out of the entrepreneurial spirit, you came and said, well, I'm going to help agents again, but it didn't have anything to do with what your background was of trying to be consulting with DNO or something. It actually went to a communications platform, which shows and tells me that you felt as if, hey, this can be done. There's room in the market. I can do a better job or I can do a different, or I have a different thought. That's interesting. That's interesting because that shows a lot about you, in my opinion, when I hear things like that. Does that make sense? Am I wrong about that? Yeah. 
No, I appreciate you saying that. I love insurance. It's my first love. It always will be. Uh, we have a lot of insurance in my household. My wife works in insurance too, actually. Um, she works on the carrier side, but you know, independent agents are amazing, really. Mm -hmm. They're amazing salespeople and you know, they're entrepreneurs that took a product or a process and made it better in their own way, right? By doing it the independent way versus staying captive or, you know, mm -hmm. doing something else in the on the direct or carrier side. They control a disproportionate amount of US yes, commerce. Do. You know, you got almost a trillion dollars of premium rolling through the right. doors every year, which is amazing. And you make commission uh, in the process. So even though we've gone through a terribly hard market recently, and I know there comes trials and tribulations that go with that, the good news is congratulations. You just raised the low water, the low water mark, and you're going to be making commission on that money in your sleep uh, from here till mm -hmm. kingdom come, which is right. fantastic. Carriers, they try and rub two pennies together and make three. Agents, that's where the money is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, that's really great. Let me ask you this then. Let me ask you, because I don't think that there's a wrong or right answer. I'm just curious. Did you think ever about going agent in your with your entrepreneurial drive that you did here? So I've, I looked at potentially acquiring agencies, but that was not the right route for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, they're quite expensive. Uh, as you know, there's a lot of multiples out there attached to buying an agency. So that, that took it off the table. And then number two, there's a little bit of risk uh, with the revenue because I'm not sure the agency necessarily owns the business. I think the producers actually have a pretty big say on okay. who owns the business right. there too. So there was some risk there. So it would be like, would I be willing to start something from scratch? And if I'm honest with myself, I'm not a zero to one guy. Uh, I'm more of a one to two guy or if things go well, one to three. That's why I bought an existing gotcha. business with a proven product market fit and try and optimize and do some of the boring professional, you know, blocking and tackling, if you will, uh, to try and take a business that's already existing and take it from one to two. Or like I said, if things go better, more. Than wow. Wow. I like this. I like this. You have a you have a really, really cool mentality on how you're doing that. And I love, I love people. You are full of self-awareness, Winston. You, you, you're very self-aware of like, like you said to yourself, you said, well, I realized that that wouldn't, I'm not good at taking something from zero to one, right? Some people just will never admit that their whole life, right? They will, they will never admit it. Or sometimes they think that they're good at taking something from two to three and they may not be. And they just, and it, I hear Gary V said it a long time ago, Gary uh, Vay Vaynerchuk, and he, he said it like self-awareness is one of the most important things that you can possibly have. And the older I get, I heard him say it 10 years ago, the older I get, it's so true. Like just being aware of who I am and helps me be with cool with people who don't know who I am, right? It's like, it's like, it's just the way that it is. And I think this is interesting. This is interesting. There was another guy that actually kind of did an opposite of you, um, Chuck Blondino from Safeco. He actually used to own a carpet cleaning business, I believe. And then he left and went into Safeco, uh, Liberty Mutual. Anyways, I don't know. I'm getting off there. But just a uh, long history. Well, that is really cool. That is really cool. So tell me exactly their bridge. So tell me, I mean, before you get to what it, they do, what was it that made you then, after you've decided, I'm not going to go agent, I'm not going to stay where I am, I want to be involved with independent agents, What's, what, how'd you get steered uh, this way? towards bridge. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. So there was this weird interim period between being on the carrier side and running bridge. So for two years, I ran around like a headless chicken trying to find a business to buy. So I was fortunate enough to have a dozen people or so back me in this sort of quixotic quest 
uh, to go do that. And my search for a business to buy was really governed by constraints. Where was I credible and relevant? All right. Spent 10 years in insurance. So that's, that's probably mm-hmm. where I need to play. And what's my cost of capital? My cost of capital is pretty high. So I need to find a business that's very scalable. And there's no more scalable business than software. It's the most scalable business model there is. So my ideal dream business would be someone that produced a software product that sold it to the insurance industry in one form or another. So that's how I spent my two years, very specifically, national search, coast to coast, carrier side, broker side, looked at some reinsurance stuff all over the map and was fortunate enough that during the two years I was searching, this business came up as an opportunity. And I was like, this is it. This is my dream business. Uh, I know a ton about this stuff and uh, it satisfies all my criteria and it's a great business. So the founders wanted to sell. They didn't want to sell to, to private equity. They wanted to pass it on to another entrepreneur like me. The mechanism with which we purchased this business is similar to private equity, but it's different because we're not looking to build a portfolio. It was to buy one company, one company only, and run it for the long term. So this business uh, was my dream business from that standpoint. So what does Bridge do? We're a customer communications management platform, right? And CRM that integrates with a management system. So you got all the major management systems out there. We integrate with them. We're your phone, we're your text, you're your chat, e-sign, video, sort of a Swiss army knife of all the different tools that you need to sell professional services in the 21st century. One stop shop, one pane of glass. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Okay, so what do you mean? Uh, you said the video. What, what's your video like? I mean, you mean people can just use video right on their cell phone, or I mean, is it like a Zoom, or but it goes through a bridge? Is that right? Exactly right. So it's all our own IP, right? So we all developed it ourselves, and the point was to be a substitute for all these massive horizontal solutions that are out there, like Ring Central, HubSpot, DocuSign, Dropbox, Zoom, Loom. We do all of that ourselves, but we make it in one interface that's easy to use and only incorporates the features that an agent needs. So it was streamlined down to an agent's workflow because some of these tools, while they can sort of move the productivity needle in some regards, from an agent's perspective, they really don't. And they're too much horsepower and they're too expensive. They're complicated to use. Let's make it easy. Let's do it all from one place, both on your desktop and with mobile. So you already have the connections to... A lot of this stuff is what you're saying. Do you kind of come in just as a phone system or can you come in as a package? I'm trying to make that more clear in my in my brain, Winston. Yeah. So everyone comes to us for the phone first and foremost, right? It's the mission critical piece of software that every piece, every agent needs, mm-hmm. right? It's an agent superpower. When you think about the 800 numbers, the dot coms, what separates an insurance agent and why have they continued to thrive in the era of the directs is because of relationships, right? They can get on the phone and actually talk to somebody and know them. So that's the mission critical piece of software that everyone comes to us for and 100% of our customers use. Then we have the package around the phone, which is all the additional features I was telling gotcha, you Gotcha, gotcha. Well, did not realize that you did all that. I didn't like you, you mentioned DocuSign. What were those again? Say those again. 
Oh, I mean, there's a bunch of them, but we oh, have about have 12 different okay. tools. Um, okay. Yeah. So Zoom is one of them, Dropbox, DocuSign. We have a substitute for all of those. It's just as good and it's perfect for agents. So Winston, did you, did, did were these, um, what, how has the business changed since you've taken it over in the last two years? What are some of the things and the ideas that Winston, you've driven into it? Sure. So number one is consistency and reliability. So the, what the founders, Adam and Lisa, were very good at was building something from scratch and building cool stuff that people needed. Because we handle mission critical stuff, it needs to work 99.9% .9 of the time, right? And that's a challenge right. in tech, as you've probably noticed with different technology that you've adopted over the years. So right. because they grew very fast, very quickly, we needed to have a period of consolidation and just frankly, like hardening bug squashing. And that's been sort of initiative number one was to make sure that we had a product that was elite and, you know, in line with the needs of our customers in the 21st century. So gotcha. that sounds really boring. Uh, I didn't come here to do the new stuff. It's the boring professionalizing, blocking and tackling, putting That's in right. processes, upgrading folks, the unsexy, unglamorous stuff. When you think that, think Winston, right? <laughs> but it's a, but it's but it makes for a solid foundation for growth. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was that, that was cool the first year. So now, what one of the benefit that we have is we were able to bring in you know fresh capital and people who are able to invest in growth. So that's really one of our advantages versus other small businesses of our size is we have a lot of capital behind us because of our investors. And then also we have, you know, connections and networks with folks, you know, who work at the highly desirable prospects and customers, um, not just, you know, from from an agent standpoint, but outside of uh, the agency universe standpoint as well. So those are some Winston, of the, where the are you guys headquartered out of? Just outside Atlanta, Georgia. And all of our employees are U.S. based, with one exception. We have one Canadian. Okay, we have one Canadian. Well, that's <laughs> you guys are nice, at least. You know, that's the old adage. Um, okay, well, that's that is cool. And how many employees did you say you had? We curious. have twenty five. And sweet, um, you know, okay, you got, got a firm. We compete against big companies, and one of our superpowers is that we don't have account numbers. We know you by your name. And uh, we're sort of small, Southern and charming. And uh, that's what you need to be if you're going to compete against billion dollar publicly traded companies. Winston said charming. I love it. That was good. Yeah. That's a great, that's what, that's what it is. But yeah, no, in Winston, I found that to be true when I met you at Indie Tech. You know, they say I found you to be very down to earth. I mean, uh, and one of the reasons why we wanted to do this is because you have a story, which I think you've been able to tell pretty well here. I didn't know that there was a difference between what used to be and what is now, right? And so that's why when I, you or I were talking at Inditech, I'm like, well, shit, you know, this is, industry needs to know this, this kind of stuff. So um, that's what this is all about. So I uh, greatly appreciate it. Anything else out there that you want to, that you want to say to the independents? Anything that uh, maybe it be some advice on what you've learned on starting a business or you want to tell us how terrible we are as business people on the decisions we make on our communication systems or? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, very complimentary of agents in general. But if I'm going to, to paint agents with a broad brush, is that they're actually entrepreneur, uh, accidental entrepreneurs. So once upon a time, I'm going to describe a, a typical agent's journey. They worked at a captive, right? They're state farmer farmers. Turned out they were pretty good at selling insurance. And they thought, well, you know, I can go out on my own and do this and uh, control more things and, you know, keep more of the commission to myself. And they go out there and turns out they're great at it still. They're still good at selling insurance. Actually so good 
that they actually need to grow as a business and they need to start hiring people. Right. And so that's where it got complicated. And they're like, hey, I only really signed up for this for the selling insurance piece, the hiring of people and legal and accounting and operations and tech. Like, I don't want that stuff so much. And so they sort of found themselves in this position where they became the bottleneck in their business's growth. And I think for them to remove themselves as the bottleneck in their growth for their future is their need to adopt technology, right? If you want to be able Mm -hmm. to grow in the future and extract yourself, extricate yourself from the process of growing the business, you need to be able to utilize systems and workflows so that you can focus on what you're good at, which is bringing in new business and keeping that new business and letting technology do the rest. So think less about trying to manage it yourself, which is not your superpower, and play to your strengths, which is selling more. So that's why Bridge is here, is to help agents get out of that sort of area where they find themselves struggling to grow. And it's not because they can't sell insurance. It's because of the operational constraints. The operational constraints. Loyal listeners, just, just I think it was, I don't know, he spoke there for two minutes. Just back it up and listen to that shit again. Because you spoke so good there, Winston, about so many things that have to do with it's about the systems in and it's about the workflows. And agents have just been able to get away with it forever. But the thing is, your business really idolizes the potential for growth. And let me give you an example of what I'm saying by that. So if it was 1988, I don't know why I said 88, it's in the 80s, it's in the 90s, and you want to create a telephone company and you have to go complete compete against Southwestern Bell or AT&T or all those old services, I was like nearly impossible, dude. I mean, they've got the market, right? So if I told somebody in the 80s and 90s that there's going to be this company and I'm just going to say them, there's this Vonage company because everybody knows them nationwide and whatever. And you're going to be able to be a company of 20 people, 25, 50 people and be able to open up and compete with them and be able to take their market share. There's people in the 80s and 90s that would be like, that doesn't make any sense. How would that be possible, let alone in the future when there's more technology needed and stuff, right? But but it's allowed it to do it because your system, yes, is a scalable system, but it also allows for businesses because there's a lot of businesses like yourself that just aren't going to make it because they don't have the systems, they don't have the processes. And I see this a lot, Winston, that when we say that we're trying to grow and we're trying to make our agency big, if we look at big companies that we idolize, I ask agents a lot to ask themselves this question. Do you think that the business got big and then they decided to make some processes? Or do you think that they created some processes and that enabled them to get big? Because I think everybody kind of knows that answer, right? And it's like, when you think about that, now, why is that more important? It's more important even today because we look and say to ourselves, like, I can compete with Geico. I can compete with State Farm, like you with the Vonages, right? But in order for that to do that, you are you you have the ability now to compete with those, but you better have the system and processes in place as well to be able to compete with those, or you're going to get ran out. And I think that that's what you're saying. But one of the things that's, a, that's most methodical about you, Winston, is that I wrote down here, a lot of it's accidental, but not you, right? That's what I wrote here. And I was meaning that from you because it was so strategic how you knew you liked insurance agents 
you knew you needed to scale. So you knew you needed technology. And like you literally had this checklist of who you were looking for. And I think that that was so impressive. That was one of the coolest things about it. It's because I, I think what's important is, is if you're a bridge customer, you're owned by somebody who was specifically looking for you and it took two years, but they found you, right? That's a pretty, that's a pretty cool thing, man. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's what I pulled Thank out you. of this. I so. appreciate you saying that. But you're exactly yeah. right. Technology is what lets David compete with Goliath, right? Because you've got these big carriers out there, which agents, they, they are scared of, but they shouldn't be. The Geico's and the whoever else out there. Mm-hmm. I love the expression, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Flattery. Look what yeah. happened to Liberty Mutual's captive sales force, went independent. Look at Geico trying to get local offices. They think, oh, local's the solution. No, that's not the solution. Can't be friends with a gecko. Agents right. will continue to grow and they will continue to command more market share. So it's it's people, smart people have been predicting the demise of independent agents since the 80s, and it couldn't have been more wrong. That's right. And when the and the more technology comes along, it only increases it enhances us, right? Makes us better, makes our customers better. Winston, appreciate you being here on uh, agency intelligence, agents influence, I should say. But I do greatly appreciate it. So uh, thanks for joining us. If anybody wants to find out from you, they can probably find you on LinkedIn and can find you out there in the world. You're usually going to a lot of these events. Um, so if you get a chance, stop by, talk to Winston. As you know, you just listened to him for the last 24 minutes. Pretty cool guy. Got a really good vision. I love people that have things figured out. And I'm not saying you got the world figured out. You'd be the first not to admit that. But to be able to check mark and say, this is what I want, and then you get it, that shows a lot of commitment. Greatly appreciate that. Loyal listeners, you know what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. He's Winston, and we are out. Thanks, Cass. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. 
can ask for me personally, I'll do that demo for you. Who are they? Cast Certified.